FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm D. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast for morning drive time meets late night talk show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from the south side of Wakanda in little new Indubia on the corner of Chaka and MLK Drive. Courtney, how you doing? I am doing very well. How are you? I am... Pretty well, pretty good, I, I suppose. Yes, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm a little, um, I guess I'm okay. The okay. temperature, the temperature in the room, because as you know, we just had the Oscars, which was mm-hmm. different this year because of the fact of, you know, a little, you know, panini that was going on. So mm-hmm. everybody was, mm-hmm. you know, social distancing. Some movies may or may not have been really seen, or maybe they have mm-hmm. been easier seen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, as I do every year, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it this year, but as those who have listened to the last like special episode that I put out last week of my predictions, you will find that I was wrong for eight of them, which mm-hmm. I guess I didn't even do the percentage of how that is. It's almost like I got a third wrong. So I guess it would be a C. So mm. like a eight out of 23 wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What I'm upset about is it could have been seven, and then if I had really, really went with my gut, mm-hmm. maybe six or five. But it's okay. It's okay. It's really one that I'm really upset about, and many others. But I think I'm getting over it. Uh, but <laughs> I'll, I'll just cut to the chase. Uh, the Best Actor award had gone to Anthony Hopkins for The Father, mm-hmm. instead of Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey mm-hmm. and Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think what ended up being amusing overall, you know, in retrospect is how abrupt the ending of the show was because for whatever reason, they decided to switch things up because normally best picture is announced last, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they switched not it best up. Actor, right? Not best actor. Yeah. It's usually, mm-hmm. if anything, that comes pretty early. Not early. It actually comes pretty late. Like it's like, one of the three last awards given out, but not the last one. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like we were getting set up to have like this big final tribute to uh, Chadwick, but mm-hmm. and then it was also presented by um, uh, Jawakin Phoenix, and uh, mm-hmm. he, he he first of all he came out and said, "Yeah, I'm not going to say what I was supposed to say or what I was. I'm just going to." That's what he know, said. Something to that effect. What? He was like, yeah, I don't really feel like, you know, saying all that. And I'm supposed to tell you how, you know, I'm being what? enlightened as an actor and blah, blah, blah. And he didn't say the blah, blah, blah part, but he, mm-hmm. you could tell he, he, has that, he has that spirit about him. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, which actually seemed pretty normal for a person like him from what sure. I can tell. So, yeah. And then he read the nominees and said that he was inspired by all of them. I think, I think the, the, theme or the goal was to kind of give a little bit of a blurb about each actor sure um but or maybe what i, I have no idea but he didn't do what i guess it was asked of what him. he was scripted to do right 
And some okay. of them for that for that matter didn't feel all that scripted. Like I think I don't I don't know. I don't know what the the goal or the intention was, but he did his own thing. And then he read the actor's name, which was Anthony Hopkins, who was not there. And <laughs> which a lot of people were like, uh, okay, so the person who wasn't showing up is the person mm-hmm. who won rather than the one that they kind of thought was going to be the mm-hmm. winner. Pretty much a lot of people pegged Chadwick Boseman to win because I mean a lot of times it seems to be the one who has most recently passed away or if mm-hmm. a post a, award given in death usually. Yeah. Yeah. Has to happen. Um, and that wasn't the case this time. So, and it's not to say Anthony Hopkins didn't deserve cause he's a stellar actor and, and all of them are, I'm, I'm sure I've only seen one of the movies <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that were uh, for all the nominees, but yes. Um, yeah, so, oh, and the other part of it, too, was after he announced the winner, apparently he just like, uh, it's Anthony Hopkins, everybody have a good night, and he just kind of left, apparently. What? So. <laughs> That's so weird, even for like, him. It was like the end of the show, because like, oh, he's not here tonight? Okay, well, good night. And um, I mean, but don't they normally do, like, recorded um, speeches if they're not there, or if. Or like streaming them in or something like that's that's the other part of it too so you were only allowed like if you could not make the show you couldn't mm-hmm. zoom in but you could uh you know broadcast like via you have to be satellite basically sure like be some location standing ready to win slash accept mm-hmm. yeah. so but the location that anthony hopkins would have gone to he didn't want to travel there because he wasn't expecting to win at all so he's like, so why he, bother? So he just decided not to show. Got he it. just he decided not to show at all. Didn't go to the like the satellite site <laughs> location. <laughs> right. So he, and we found this out like today. Um, well, we're mm-hmm. recording today, mm-hmm. but he had sent a uh, or did an Instagram post congratulating. Um, well, not congratulating. Uh, giving his thanks. Uh, an acceptance speech and and really just kind of giving honor to Chadwick because he really he didn't expect to win, and uh, I he I'm pretty sure he knew a lot of people were, were thinking that Chadwick was going to win, so he was like so so who who else was you know I don't keep up with this but who else was in the running for best actor this year? Uh, the others were um, Stephen Yang or Young, sorry Young. Mm-hmm. And um, Riz Ahmed, and yes, okay. Why am I blanking on this guy's name? Because he's like, I don't want to say he's nominated every year, but he's he's up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, do do do. As I do a quick scroll across the board to best actor, when I probably could just type that in. Um, wow, maybe I skipped it. <laughs> sure enough, I did. Best actor goes to, or no, not goes to Gary Oldman. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, okay. he's the other nominee. Wow. Yeah, he's for... nominated often. He, he does. He does. He gets nominated mm-hmm. often. I think he only won once. Yeah. That was very recently. Yeah. And the other two movies, like Riz Ahmed, he was nominated for Sound of Metal. Stephen mm-hmm. uh, Young for. Minari, I'm trying to I'm trying to pronounce it right because I've heard it pronounced correctly finally, and uh, last night and I'm like, oh, I've been pronouncing it wrong all this time, like a like a stupid American. So, uh, <laughs> and of course, of course, Gary Oldman for Mank, 
which hmm. uh, one of these is on Netflix. The other two, I think, are on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. I will look into that later. I don't know where the father is located. And it's just weird to say out loud, but I may look into that some other day. In fact, I think I told Ashley that we're going to pretty much try to watch a movie maybe every other night, like based either on like whatever was winning Oscars or just that's part of the buzz because I I feel like I'm slipping on my my movie intake and I need to work it into my schedule. And what better to do it than, you know, with with my lovely fiance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. The other ones I got wrong uh, were cinematography. I had said Nom- Nomadland, but it was Mank that won. Costume, I thought Emma was going to get it, but it was, again, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So kudos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the documentary short, that one was Colette. I thought it was going to be a love song for Latasha. Okay. Uh, adapted screenplay, I guessed Nomadland, but it ended <laughs> up going again to The Father. And now the two that I also got wrong, I was going more so with um, partly based on other, uh, what am I trying to say? It was how I researched in order to how to pick these and based on how many other awards they won so far. Sorry, that's what I was trying to get. Some other, other like awards types like golden globes or something like that yeah yeah golden globes festivals all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how i was judging or not judging but kind of predicting and Mm -hmm. the short live action film i had guessed the present because like internationally that was winning over everything Mm -hmm. what won was two distant strangers which you can find on netflix Mm -hmm. and it's actually the only live action short that i actually watched and I was like, I don't want to be that like too biased and just pick the one that I watched because mm-hmm. I, I thought it was good, but it, it also falls into that whole black trauma thing that that we yeah. are sometimes trying to avoid. Yeah. Um, and it's like, uh, I like it, but I also was a little don't I wanted to win. It's <laughs> like I did and I didn't. And it just I don't know. It was it was weird. But at the same time, I'm glad that it won because it gave another chance for more uh visibility to it at least mm-hmm. and i think the fact that it is on netflix is also what helped to win yeah because more people can see it and mm-hmm. you know same goes for the short animated film that i picked well that i got wrong but the one that actually won is if anything happens i love you which okay. i don't know if you've watched it but it is nope. it is a little sad oh yeah it's 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 on it is a little sad. I will warn you about that because it, it okay. deals with uh, gun violence in school. So, boy, yeah, but it is worth watching. It only takes a few minutes, <laughs> so you know, just <laughs> only watch takes it. a few minutes for them to rake me. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot who I was talking to. So, yes, for, for you, yes, <laughs> commercial rake me. So, yes, it didn't take much. <laughs> that is true. I, I'm just now remembering. There's like some BBC commercial you sent to me, and then. Think that Listen, it don't take much. I mean, it's the hard behind it, you know. It's not the length of time that you got me. True, true. Regardless, I say check it out. It is worth a watch, <laughs> despite the however many heartstrings it may pull. Uh, okay. Just for the record, the one that I picked was Burrow, which is available on Disney Plus. It's very cute. This mm-hmm. little 
forest creature trying to find a home in the ground and oh. fails miserably. But it's oh, hard. Yes, it's it's very cute. It's, it's nice. So and I I thought that was you know I thought that was gonna take it, but I was wrong. Oh, and the other one I got wrong, which I kind of felt like I made the wrong choice after I re-listened to one of the other nominees. Um, mm-hmm. I had predicted uh, One Night in Miami. Oh, I don't even have the title of the song, but that's where the song came from. And uh, I was wrong. It was Fight for You by her. And that came from the Judas and the Black Messiah film. Mm-hmm. Okay. So congrats to her, H-E-R. And uh, <laughs> she's got just a lovely story. I recently heard her story um, on the... Uh, Kirk Franklin podcast because he has a podcast if you didn't know but uh, Did not yeah. know that. yes and she's on there and she tells her story of how she got into music and all the instruments that she plays and it's it's great I love it so I forget that music I mean it makes sense but I forget that music is kind of is a category in like the Oscars, but it makes sense because you've got to you've got to score these these films and things, so mm-hmm, it makes mm-hmm. sense. But yeah, I was uh, pretty proud that I got pretty uh, good chunk of them. I I, I was fe- I was feel going in feeling good. I'm like, oh, I'm getting these check check check, and mm-hmm. a few of them I was like, okay, maybe you know missed a few here and there, but it's it's all good. But next year, next year we'll do a little better. Maybe I'll be able to see more next year too. Mm-hmm. So hopefully so. Hopefully so. And I'm still going to watch these. There's other little highlights and things, but I feel like many other uh, trades got those, like the highlights much better than, than I would or could like uh, mm-hmm. Daniel's acceptance speech and uh, young John Oons mm-hmm. massacred her name, but her mm-hmm. acceptance speech was just adorable. Loved it. Um, what else did I love? Uh, just part, bits and parts. The in memorandum. Oh, I can't even say that. No matter how many times I try. <laughs> in memorandum. Yes. When, when or in memoriam. Yes, in memoriam. There we go. When we look back at the ones we lost, mm-hmm. it was the I would say almost like the liveliest uh, version I've ever seen so far. Because yeah, I think I saw your tweet about that where you said it was very. It seemed very upbeat and just kind of off kilter. A little bit, but in, in a good way, I felt, because it was mm-hmm. the music that they had backing it was uh, Stevie Wonder's As, and it was right. almost like an extended version, which it kind of had to be, because it just seemed like we lost so many people, so many that, yeah. was like, oh, I forgot we lost them. And mm-hmm. um, But it was also, instead of just the dreary black and white, it was, I mean, I think that the photos were still in black and white, from what I can mm-hmm. remember, but it was, it had all these, like, colorful, like, as if you're looking through a prism or, or several prisms mm. to look at their picture. And that's where all the color was coming from. So mm. it was very artistic in, in that way. And again, with the music that was going with it and it just kind of almost, it's almost kind of sped through it at times too. So you just mm-hmm. make sure you, you blink if you miss it. Yeah. Names, but got to do what they got to do. So I'll have to check that out. That sounds, you know, I'm kind of a sucker for, um, memoriams and they they also get me but you know if they're done right i'd like to like to see it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's my recap more or less of uh the oscars and um now 
I mean, because we're we're still gonna talk movies, of course, because I mean, there's just been so much movie stuff going on, and we really haven't yeah. really talked much about it. And mm-hmm. I've got I've got people that I, I talk to uh, outside, yes, outside mm-hmm. the dreaded outside, but like either at work or or wherever I happen to be. But one of my friends that I like to chat with movies. Now, first, I must say that he English is not his first language. So okay. he he's uh, like straight from Puerto Rico. So a lot of times he just want to he wants to break into Spanish to talk to me or there's certain <laughs> mm-hmm. words that he just doesn't know. And, and I get it. And I, I'm usually there to kind of help him along to, you know, it's like, oh, that's the word you're looking for. OK, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was trying to describe to me a movie where it's like, oh, well, you know, and and um, basically what it ended up coming down to was him almost gesturing like <laughs> someone, I guess, maybe dancing at first. Okay. Because um, I'm like, oh, because I mean, he's actually just kind of greeted me out of nowhere. He's like, hey, you got to see this this weekend. I'm like, see, what, what do we, ha- what are we talking about? What? And he's <laughs> like, you know, and like this and like that. And then um, Arshal Martz. And I'm like, what? And Arshal so Martz? Arshal Martz. Okay, nice. Got it. I know what he's talking about. Then that's what I say, martial arts, and like, yes, martial arts. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, so basically, he was describing Mortal Kombat to me. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that was like, wow, Arshal Martz. I have to remember that one. <laughs> that was that was pretty pretty great. And um, I know, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it. I, I once he said that, I kind of knew what he was talking about. But mm-hmm. and I feel like the the dance moves he was doing might have been capoeira. I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> then he kind of go, went off telling me the story of Sub Zero and Scorpion, based on cutscenes from video games that he's played. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of aware of that, but thank you for the backstory. I'm, I'll, you know, I, I didn't really ask, but that's that's kind of our our thing. We just like to tell each other about the movies, and my favorite thing is trying to pretend to spoil things for him, like. I think the time I saw Endgame and I kept saying, oh, yeah, and Superman showed up. I'm like, no, no, don't tell me anything. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's how we have fun. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, martial, martial arts. Um, martial arts. <laughs> martial arts. Mortal Kombat is what I'm trying to say. I, I had a lot of fun with it, and, but I know you watched it too. I but did. We're, we're, we're just going to get into it. If you have not watched it, I don't think we're going to get too deep into spoilers. If you are, then... Mm. You'll be all right. <laughs> if you're afraid of that, just stop here and come back later. Right. I, we'll here, I might you know? I might edit a time in to say when we'll stop talking about it, but we'll see. You'll have to check the show notes. I'll, I'll put it that way. Yes. So uh Arshall Mart's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> how did you how did you feel? So I didn't love it. Um I didn't love it. I thought it was better than the last um, Mortal Kombat movie, which I believe was in 95, but only like graphically was it better, in my opinion. I didn't feel like the story was very, very good, you know, and I'm I'm not the type of person that needs like a really, really cohesive story. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I need it to be cohesive, but it doesn't have to be super deep. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Um and especially when it comes to video game um, movie or adaptations into movies, like I understand that there's that's a challenge, and 
understand what that challenge is, but I just felt so, I don't know. I just felt a bit left, let, let down. I thought it was a lot to be desired. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Mortal Kombat as it is. So I, I went in without that bias of, well, they didn't do this character right. Cause I don't really know them like that, mm-hmm. but I still just was like, this is just kind of boring. I'm not, Mm-hmm. super invested i had issues you know I, I did have issues with what little plot was there mm-hmm. um namely you know we they kept talking a lot about the tournament which that's what mortal Kombat is all about is that is the tournament like between the the worlds and stuff and i'm like okay i can get with that but then they don't have the tournament and then um like the bad guys end up kind of infiltrating where the good guys are and so they fight and the fight scenes were, you know, they were pretty cool, I guess. But it just wasn't, I don't know. It's like, I, are y'all trying to, set, maybe they were trying to set it up for future movies where like a legit or like a legit tournament actually happens. Or maybe they were just trying to set up the world um, of that Mortal Kombat is set in. But it, I just, It's kind of both. Yeah. It's... So I just... I I was not. Now I will tell you a, a caveat. I did. I had just watched um, uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Like I watched Godzilla first, then went straight into Mortal Kombat. So it is possible that there's a little bit of fatigue setting in. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I don't. I don't think that that affected my viewpoint just a whole whole lot. I mean, I might have liked it a little bit more had I watched it separately and like on its own Mortal Kombat, but not a whole lot more than how I'm feeling about it now, to be honest. <laughs> I, I get it. And the thing about it is that you're not alone. There, there was a lot of, and I actually, I honestly haven't looked at the other people who feel the same way. I heard a lot of other people say, meh. I did hear mm-hmm. people say that they were kind of bored with it. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, someone even apparently fell asleep. These, these aren't people that I know. I uh-huh. um, It's actually Ashley who told me that her friends or who people on Facebook had commented and said, like, yeah, they didn't like it. But mm. we, however, like, wow, this is this is pretty fun. And maybe it is because of that whole fatigue thing, because I'm not sure if, okay, well, we're talking about me. I could definitely do a double feature. And I don't think I could think of anything more fun than mm-hmm. a Godzilla Kong Mortal Kombat Right, that's what I was thinking. I thought Mm -hmm. that a double feature like that would be perfect. I had really no expectations for either movie, to be quite honest. It was just one of those things where it's like, hey, it's a it's a Saturday, you know, or Sunday, whenever I watched it, it's the weekend, and you know, what else am I doing? Might as well just kind of kick it, have a good time. And so I had really no expectations Mm -hmm. for either movie. Mm -hmm. Um and that's the best way to be really exactly i was just kind of in it for a good time and to just some just good escapism um but i just could not get into the world of mortal kombat there's a lot of really stupid like movie tropes in mortal (laughs) kombat that i just i couldn't seem to get i couldn't sustain my disbelief um simply because of the terrible tropes um is is one of them that attacking someone's family in order to get them to do what they need to do i had a feeling that that was one of them well when he left when what i don't even know the guy's name because it doesn't matter but when 
the guy, the, the main guy left the Mortal Kombat headquarters or in whatever it's called. I don't even know. Um, when he, the Mortal you know, Kombat he, headquarters. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he left them. He left the rest of the group because he was having such a hard time adapting and he couldn't figure out his arcana is what it was called. Right, um, right. So anyway, couldn't figure it out. They were like, okay, you can leave if you want. He's like, yeah, I want to go. You want to go back home. And I'm like, okay. So it's, it didn't take me long to realize, oh, this is how it's going to come out is because he's home now. And then sure enough, another big bad came and just, and it just, I just... It was just like it was too predictable for you. Where it was, it was, it was predictable. I mean, but I'm not. I'm okay with a little bit of predictability because, again, I, I wasn't expecting a whole lot mm-hmm. out of this movie, but I just expected some innovation and some like creativity, and that just wasn't it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't really care for the character himself. You know, I didn't. That was also <sighs> something I was also finding. That mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't care for um, Cole is his name. Cole, I think that's I his last Clark. name. Whatever. I mean, for you, like I said, yeah, for you it didn't matter because you're like I'm over matter. this this person. And yeah. I, I, I don't know if I did it during the movie or afterwards, but I did do my normal kind of research Wikipedia thing. And I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. must be a character made up for the movie because yes. I couldn't find yes. a video game, you know, translation for him. Because I had never heard of him. So I'm like, I, yeah. I don't really know this character. All the other ones I was, you know, somewhat familiar familiar mm-hmm. with, like Jax and Sonya mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everybody else, the four-armed guy. And mm-hmm. I still don't know mm-hmm. his name. Gorgo? Something like that. I don't know. Gro- Grogu. Grogu. I'm kidding. Sorry, That's Grogu. not his name. I know. I know. <laughs> wrong universe <laughs> but i i i mean i knew that's something that we predicted was going to happen it's like okay it's going to take his family to bring out his inner spark mm-hmm. and to make him do or get his inner powers yeah his, and then it ended up being i guess armor that seemed to be charging and i, I was waiting for know. it to right i was, like, I was waiting for it to do the it? black panther suit thing that's what just... i was thinking <laughs> black panther. i was like oh so he's got a vibranium suit okay that's okay whatever that's lame but whatever (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then instead i guess each hit he took it made his uh i don't know back his full counter from seven daily sins basically oh i well i was gonna say like more stuff kind of appeared like he ended up getting like swords Um, or something and then oh yeah he did get that I thought he was going to get more things with each hit that he had, but yeah, it wasn't. But I it like really stopped sure. at the sword thingies. I don't know. I, I Daniel guess. said that the, Daniel called them an actual name, so apparently it's like an actual like weapon. But uh, I was I, I don't know. I was no. over it by that point. <laughs> I mean, my knowledge of Arshal Marts only goes so far. So right, right. I, I don't I'm like. Oh, he's got the the weapons, the baton swords, or whatever the they batons, are. They can put them on your your wrist or your forearms, whatever. Right, that's kind of wordy. It it is. So, <laughs> you, you got those things, and they're made of gold or something. But whatever they're made of, do we even know what they're made of? Magic, I suppose. Sure. They're arcana. they're made of they're made of heart. Yes, they're made of arcana. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and Sonya Blade has powers now, which I kind of knew that was going to happen. I well, knew yeah. she had to kill somebody, and apparently I've it was going to played be her. Right. I've. I've I played as her, so I remembered her name, and I was like, "Wait, she doesn't have powers? What? Okay." I never remembered her having powers, but this well, this in this universe, 
the you know she does now well i'm okay so i say i played it her played as her it's been many moons since i have played mortal kombat i probably wasn't any good at it so like like i knew the names of characters and that's about it mm-hmm. like scorpion yeah knew, knew who he was um sub-zero yeah um Jax, Jax i knew mm-hmm so, but that's about it. But I remembered her name, so I knew she was like integral to the story. But I always, I did always think she had powers. Now, she's I don't like one of the to, only ladies. I don't know. That is true, and that's why I feel like a lot of, and I'm only saying I'm only basing this off of you and Ashley. But I feel like a lot of women may have played as Sonya because she may have been the one of the only female characters. Yeah, that there's were, not that, that there wasn't that many. There was only like two or three that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I played as as the other ones as well, but I I just remember her being one of the only ladies mm. to play as. Now I don't mean to poke holes in this uh, already kind of thin plot as it is. Um, mm-hmm. As much as I enjoyed it. Now again, I'm mm-hmm. on the enjoyment side, but mm-hmm. I am just now wondering, like, what if Jax didn't lose his arms? What would be his? Uh, Arcadia or, or Arcana. Arcana. What is it? Arcana. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That, that's a good point because because he was born with the mark, right? So he didn't have to kill somebody else with the mark. Was he, he just, another one that was born with it? I thought he was born with it. Maybe they didn't go into that, but I thought he was. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. I don't um, mind watching right. again, so I will, you know. <laughs> Well, you, you be the <laughs> sacrificial lamb because your girl ain't, ain't going mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, that's unclear to me. But you're right. Regardless of whether he was born with the, the mark or not, um, I don't know because his his powers and his arcana really did seem to come from the metal arms. Um, yeah, that's maybe it was super strength and the arms just kind of supercharged that. I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know either. I, I mean, it just occurred to me now. I was like, hmm, what if what if that didn't happen? Because I remember right. when he got them and I'm like, hmm, that doesn't look like Jax at all. Right, because they're so skinny and scrawny. And I was like, wait, what? Right. So I'm like, this, this ain't right. Even even he was like, these aren't mine. And I'm like, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're they really not they don't bro. Look right. <laughs> so like he, got, he got the short end of this stick. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> he got it and then I'm like okay and then he went and fought somebody and slammed somebody and too bad for the guy he fought because it's like the only thing and it made me think of Thor and mm-hmm. Thor's father's like are you the god of hammers and apparently this guy <laughs> only is the god of hammers because once his hammer was gone he was useless and oh, Jax just you know slapped him in the face with both his hands and now he has Together. no more face he ain't got no face no head no neck men and that's that's actually a day. scene that that Ashley was like, oh, gross. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty gross. It wasn't. I mean, you gave me a bit of a gore warning before. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's funny. The I didn't other- think of that one. The one I was thinking of was with Liu Kang or Liu. Ka- oh man, I can't remember anybody's name. With but the, the one with the hat. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty gross. In the flawless. It's cool. It was really cool, but it was real gross. <laughs> that that was Ashley's favorite scene. Like she. I mean, like it's it, pretty sweet. Like she almost like stood up and cheered because she was excited. <laughs> like after he put his hat back on, it was like flawless victory. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm glad that they included some of the, you know, traditional Mortal Kombat 
um, is it sayings? Is it, it's not a catchphrase, is it? I don't know. I, I but- wanted to use the term catchphrase, but it, it's definitely the sayings. And I, I was like, it's fan service for sure. And I'm here oh, yeah. for it. Like, yeah, yes. yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it's a, it's a video game movie. Come on. So I'm I- glad that they did that. I'm very unglad, the opposite of glad, that they did not, there was no finishings. There was no total knock. I mean, there was none of that. Like, that's but, for but that's for I Mortal Kombat two because there were. That's there, what I'm thinking. There wasn't there wasn't a tournament. So. Correct, correct. <laughs> and then once I spoke I mean, to my friend again today, that's what mm-hmm. he was. That's what he was upset about. Like that they didn't actually well, get to you, the tournament. You think about it. We went ten whole years without ever hearing Avengers Assemble until freaking end game. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to set it up um, and just keep us kind of waiting to hear these things. I mean, I, under- I, I understand the sentiment. I can't, I can't blame them on that. Unfortunately, I won't be around to hear it. So <laughs> I was about to say, like, if they're already starting out with a very lukewarm movie, I'm, I'm not uh, sure they're going to make it to the it whole was 10 real year mark. Lukewarm. Unless, mm-hmm. unless they pull, unless. they pull a Fast and Furious and and switch up the game so much that we're like oh we're all in and and we're just but did they did fast and the furious start lukewarm though like this you know i don't i thought they always kind of started pretty strong there was some there was some in between there that yes. were like oh this is questionable but like it, i feel like the first one first the first one pretty strong it, it had a good strong yes a, a good strong start i would say yeah it, it took a dip with you know yeah. the next two as they started time jumping well the second one was i mean too fast too fear that's when they really got crazy with the name with the titles they did, so, they did. Was getting real creative or yeah and that was just part two yeah and the, the third one they, they was like yep yeah, no numbers just tokyo drift and like and that was barely a bit. connection yeah 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 and then they started so, doing time stuff oh then they started adding the to the title so <laughs> that that was fun because that's well, but, that's fast and furious four right well but the the franchise itself though had already kind of had a bit of a um stronger start and even though the floppy movies were are are in existence to me they're still 10 times better than mortal kombat 2021 um was so i, I don't know Maybe maybe Mortal Kombat fan base will will sustain it until the ne- until into the next movie or movies. Um, Perhaps I, I think it all I comes mean, down to part two, which yeah. I don't know if it's official if it's happening, but I do know that they had some pretty good numbers. They yeah. met their like projections or exceeded it, so that's a good sign, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd so. love to see a video game movie um, really go the distance because I don't. Somebody out there, I'm sure, can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not. I cannot recall um, too many video game Courtney, adaptations. Huh? I, I have two movies for you. Okay, hit me. No, stay with me now. Okay, I'm listening. Let's go. Uh, what is how? Do, what is the actual title? Well, as I look up the the first one that I was going to mention to make sure I got the title right, um, the second one. Is Sonic the Hedgehog? Seriously. Oh, that's true. Okay. Okay, you are correct. Um, 
What is the absolute? Okay, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. That's what it is. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So these two video games, I I can personally confirm, like, yes, these are comic it can book be movies. Done. I, I'm not comic book. Video game movies, well mm-hmm. done. So are uh, there any, like, so I, these are like PG movies and mm-hmm. video games. Are there any more mature? Well, there's a Resident Evil series. Um, but I don't follow Resident Evil enough because I'm a weenie. To mm-hmm. know if it's like a good adaptation or not. And I know there's like a few movies and people seem to like them generally. Right. right. Um, Super Mario Brothers. I'm kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. No, that's <laughs> it's not. No. Um, Silent Hill is another one. I don't know if people liked it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's just the premise. I liked of it. it. <laughs> oh, you did and see I it. And I, you... I saw it. And I, is it Silent Hill or was it? That's the one with the game, right? Like Silent Hill is a game, yes. It's yeah. Or, well, I mean, yeah. they were like in the movie, but they had to stay in the mansion for the money or something, right? Oh no, you're thinking of um, um, uh, murder, not murder mansion. <laughs> um, haunted ha- house on Haunted Hill, I think. House on Haunted, that may be it. Okay, so that's not a video game, probably. N- no, Silent okay. Hill is based on a video game where I guess a the lead character has to go into this city that is kind of like mysteriously like a ghost town, basically. Okay. And, and it's all, all of it, I believe is based on an actual city that I well, thought we may have discussed here on the pod. And I, I would have put it into the spookum zone mm-hmm. because there's like a ghost town that had been evacuated because I think there oh, was a coal mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was yeah, still on fire. It's been burning. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's okay. a little bit based on that. At least I okay. think the movie might be, I don't know what the video game is, but, mm-hmm. but still, if you go into this, it, in both the movie and the game, I believe the main character, if they go into the town, they start getting haunted by their past and whatever like sins or things that they did in the past mm-hmm. will haunt them and kind mm-hmm. of maybe drive them insane or try to kill sure. them or something like that. So as it should do. Yeah, yeah, as, as you know, you tend to do when you go into a ghost town because that's what you expect. Ghosts, of course. I mean, yeah, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. You get what you pay for. The first Resident Evil movie I did see, I did not like it only because, well, mm-hmm. maybe I didn't play the game, but it was also in that whole horror realm. And really, mm-hmm. the only thing that comes to mind that really sticks with me is there's this this laser tube thing that they're trying, this tunnel that they're trying to walk through. Mm-hmm. And laser no tube. one can, <laughs> well, there's lasers that come out and basically slice you up if you're, if you're, if you're trespassing. Okay. So all these people or all these like soldiers are trying to get through it and all of them are either jumping over it or dodging it or whatever. And then yeah. this one guy thinks he makes it, but then all of a sudden the lasers just spread out into a grid. So there's no way you can dodge it. And he's just sliced Boy, up in cubes. So that's disgusting. It is. And that kind of, it sticks with me to this day. And yeah, that was way back in like maybe the late nineties, maybe no, no two thousands. I don't know, but yeah. And I want to fun- say I tried to, I'm sorry. I, I want to say I tried to play Resident Evil once or like saw a gameplay of it, whether that was someone I knew or online or something. And like the gameplay was enough to be like, nope, I ain't for me. <laughs> I'm tapping out now. Mm-hmm. It was too scary and too gross and too real. And 
like I love the idea of it. I like the premise of it is really neat, but mm-hmm. like, I just could not. I couldn't do the game or the movie. No. I have no interest in, I am a reformed gamer. I have not really been uh, playing any game consoles, although we've, Ashley and I have recently talked about it um, just to maybe help the kid with something to entertain him. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's possible we might, you know, acquire one in the meantime. Switches are really fun. They, 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 what's really fun? Switches. Oh, switches. Switch? Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. No, we were looking at possibly if someone had a Wii. So we okay. may acquire one of those, which is the last sure. real system I think I've I've played. Because mm-hmm. I have not played anybody like um my nephew has a switch. My brother in law, he pretty much has all the game systems. Mm-hmm. So he he is a um a regular gamer. I don't want to say he's mm-hmm. a hardcore one, but he he plays regularly. So sure. um yeah, I'm trying to think. I think that might be the last one that I actually like played. Mm-hmm. But uh, Street Fighter came to mind because I do know that there was a uh, oh. couple movies based on that game with mm-hmm. more martial arts, of course. So mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. I don't, I don't know how well as as far as I know, I don't think the movies did very well. Uh, yeah, starting with the very first one. Mm-hmm. Now, I I will say if you can find it, there uh, one of my favorite podcasts, How Did This Get Made? They broke down the movie Street Fighter, which was based on the video game. And one of my favorite parts of that particular episode is one of the hosts who had stopped like midway through the podcast to be like, now what exactly is a street fighter after they've been talking (laughs) about it the whole entire time? Right. And it broke everybody because everybody just, just, you know, just pretty much just died laughing because it was just (laughs) such a simple question. And I totally get it because I never really thought about, I was like, okay, is it, is it someone who just fights on the street? Like what, <laughs> what exactly is a street fighter? Surely there's not like a certification to become a street fighter because that's kind of lame. I know. And it, it, it also makes me think like, how do you really base a movie off of this game? But it was yeah. that game at the time in the nineties where, you know, since then now there's like whole storylines that involve the characters giving them a reason to fight, I guess, on the street with whomever they're fighting with. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you killed my father. And, you know, so now Let's we have a plot. The street. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Even though you're, you know, dressed up as some kind of uh, world leader person and I'm just in, you know, jeans and a T-shirt. But, you know, we're now fighting in the street because we're street fighters. So, right. Or you you fight with all of the Arshal Marts and you don't have a, you know a set one. You just mm-hmm. it's it's mixed. It's mixed Arshal Marts. So yes. <laughs> so that is, um, yeah, Mortal Kombat. We're looking for the sequel. At least I am. I will I will watch it and I will get back to you and tell you. Oh, it's better. It has a better plot or something. But they are definitely setting up for okay. a second one. The guy who plays yeah. Sub Zero, he's like, "Hey, if this is good, I'm I'm committed for four more sequels." So four. I mean, That's hey, they're specific. they're trying to build a franchise and trying to keep it going. Ugh. Well, Godspeed to all of them, because Lord knows I'm not coming back unless you. Everybody <laughs> who watches it is like, "Oh my God, it's a thousand times better." You've got to give it another shot, and even then, I'm gonna be like, "Um." Okay, we'll see. So, hey, they, 
they be listening these days, so they they I, may take it into consider that into consideration, and hmm. maybe write a more a fuller script. I, I that's felt, what it is. It, it just wasn't a full script. It was like a first draft that somehow got greenlit throughout the whole process. I, mm. I just I don't understand. I'll also note here that uh, Ashley also said that she wishes it was a little bit longer, which is something I think that was the first time I've ever heard her say that about something. So, Well, I get and, the sentiment. I, I kind of agree with her. Not that I wanted more content, but that there was, I feel like there's more to the story. More character development, just, perhaps. Yeah, more character development. I mean, but there's more to it, um, even for just the first movie, in my opinion. And mm. so it felt, it felt really... Uh, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a letdown because I just felt like something was missing. Mm. Maybe it was just a good movie. I don't know, but like maybe <laughs> the good part of the movie was missing. I don't know, but uh, you know. Well, we I would say we were there to see to to see the fights, and we got sure. the fights, we got the carnage of the fights, we and did. Yep. that's basically what the game is. And that's speaking right. of speaking of fights, uh, we have to talk about. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, which I'm glad we can now. And I I yeah. do realize a few episodes episodes ago, I did name one of the podcast episodes as if it was Godzilla versus Kong, but the movie hadn't mm-hmm. even come out yet. So mm-hmm. how could we be really talking about it? But we did see it, and as you had said, you liked it much better. Now I did. What what was it? Was it the the lunacy of the things that was happening, such as like Godzilla like drilling a hole down to the center of the earth? <laughs> With his breath. I said, what kind of nonsense is this? But I guess because I expected so little of this movie, it was actually really interesting to me. Okay. I didn't expect to like it. I didn't, I, I thought, you know, I'm I'm not into the whole monster movie scene. Even, I mean, I appreciate it, but it's just not, it's, it's not going to be the first movie that I go for. Unless mm. it's a lazy Saturday afternoon. And I'm just like, oh, you know, what else? I got nothing else to lose. Mm-hmm. And so um, maybe that was part of it. I just, I, I didn't really care. I was like knitting something also at the same time and mm. um, kind of felt that I didn't have to pay a whole lot of attention to be able to follow along. Um, I felt like it was a continuation of some other movies in, in like this franchise. Um, it because it I, was, it was. Okay. That's what I thought. Cause there was a lot of like pickup uh, stories that I'm like, I bet this was explained in another movie and I just didn't watch it. Um, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult enough to, to not follow after a while. There's some details I don't get, but you know, it's not integral to the story. So anyway, I guess I just, I, I, I just thought it was good fun. It was, you did definitely have to suspend disbelief throughout <laughs> because I also had freaking King Kong on a dang barge and just what, like so, it was strong enough to keep him up and and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like if you think too hard about it, you're thinking too hard about it um mm-hmm. moments. But I just I liked it. I thought it was thought it was really good. Um yeah, I liked it. So it it was I guess good advice for you that I told you just turn your brain off and just watch it that way. Well, Sure, but I was gonna probably do that anyway. Because <laughs> it's it's Godzilla and King Kong fighting. Like you like you can't I think you go wrong if you try to analyze a movie like this too much. You're just you're just gonna be doing too much. 
And you um, know what? You're you're right about that because I, as I'm saying that, I recall the time that I, I took a friend to go see the previous Godzilla movie, which I I think I actually like better, which is Godzilla King hmm. of All Monsters. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's the one with Mothra in it, right? Yep, Mothra's in okay. it, and mm-hmm. King Gajor. Gore, I don't even remember the name, but mm-hmm. um, all the monsters are in it. And mm-hmm. I, first of all, the difference between seeing that and and this uh, Godzilla versus Kong is I got to see it on a smaller screen. So if I had seen it on mm-hmm. a yeah. larger screen, I probably would have had like, yes, this is crazy, and just you know, like a a ten year old just foaming yes. in the mouth. Um, yes. Whereas with Godzilla King of the Monsters, I did see it on the big. Green and I'm like, yes, changes are made. Mm-hmm. And versus the person who I went with, like, um, none of that was realistic. I'm like, um, that's the point. <laughs> it, it's it's a giant lizard monster. Like that does not even exist. But you're, exactly. what are you talking about? It's not realistic. I know it's not real. It, that's <sighs> the point. That's the just fun sucked of it. all the joy and the fun that I had. <laughs> I'm like, you are not the person to take to see this movie. So, <sighs> but but I just but I also feel like. You know, even though it is a movie where you really just can't think about it too hard, like the logistics of it, you have to forgive a lot of a lot of stuff. But even story wise, I just felt like it had a better story and more believable, more well-rounded, more, you know, real story. It had like subplots (laughs) and a like a B story going on with Millie, Millie Bobby Brown's. Mm-hmm. Is that a name? It is. Um, it is. Millie, Millie Bobby Brown? Millie yes, it is. Yes. It is. Bobby yes. Brown. It's the Bobby Brown part that be tripping me out. But it, it, Because um, there's a few of them. Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's what it is. Not not the name itself. Just, I, I, anyway. Right. But, um, but yeah, like like the, the B story with her and the friend and the, um, the worker, the guy, like it just even that made sense. And then it all converged and, you know, it's cool. So <laughs> there's a lot of problematic things with this movie, but that's the only pro- problematic things was, were the things that like, I don't know, Godzilla, like, like physics, just, like physics, like him, you know, drilling a hole from, um, what was it? Hong Kong to the center of the earth. Like, right. What? And, and that's <laughs> all I mean, just to, yeah. And that, that's if you just, except that the earth is hollow in the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Which in this movie world it is. And it made sense. It was, it was the drilling all the way to the hole. I was like, mm, okay. But again, we have two literal monsters fighting. If, if you are here to analyze the physics of the earth and the probability of all of that, then you watch in the wrong movie. You, I mean, but I'm I'm with you there, but there are times where I'm like I I couldn't help but ask like where is the sunlight coming from in the <laughs> yeah <laughs> middle of the earth because I because right. both here. It's, it's daytime and I can see that like part if you look up you see ground and then if you look mm-hmm. down on the ground that you're on and, and mm-hmm. like, where's the sunlight you see more ground from? yeah but yet there's some blue sky in the distance what's yes. happening like how where? does gravity actually work here and yes the daylight part I hadn't even thought about that. Right, but then See, I was like, I, they're at the center of the earth. Why am I asking this question? Right, right. I mean, they <laughs> they got here and they had to get to, I guess, the throne that Kong's family made in the past. And I don't there, know. there's too many questions that should not be asked, but they are there. And <laughs> they're there, yeah. 
maybe there might be a, a graphic novel out there that will explain further. <laughs> break it down. Yeah. Break it down, but then lead you to more questions like, well, where did they come from? Why did they come out? Like, what's happening? Well, so. why did they die? What Do we know why they died in this family? Is that, we don't know. Nobody, nobody really knows because no people were there. This is the first time I think people were there to to see to see it. I mean, it was pretty sweet too. I was like, okay, he's home. Like, mm-hmm. bless his heart, he's home. He understands. He got his little axe. He mm-hmm. can charge up. I said, okay, Thor, I see you. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up? So you're actually a king now because you you got your throne and you got your, right. your scepter. He was and... on the throne to his little scepter. I said, wow, he just, he really is in his blood because he just is sitting down like he has done this before. Right. <laughs> like, like, you know what to do. Okay. And if Godzilla didn't attack, I'm like, okay, what's next? Are you just going to sit there? Like, are the people yeah. just going to just like hang out? I know they were, some of them were there on a secret mission. Like, oh, we've got the, yeah. the we can mine the uh, the energy source and use it for evil yes. for our evil Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, because humans, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They are the worst. And mm-hmm. that, of course, is why Godzilla had to attack. Like, there's something wrong. I need to fix it because I'm going crazy up here. This <laughs> needs to stop. Like, mm-hmm. All these little pests, these little ants, they're just out of control. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the other thing that I like to keep in mind, and this is um, not a quote verbatim from Tracy Jordan from 30 Rock, one of my favorite sitcoms, is mm-hmm. um, just that Godzilla doesn't care about people at all. So, you know, he, don't, he, don't he cares care. nothing for human life. No, not even a little bit. The whole time I was thinking, because this is kind of an interesting thing to me in movies, like supernatural, superhero, super monster type movies is what was the kill count? Like the what what's the casualty count in poor Hong Kong who was unsuspecting uh, that they were going to be in the middle of a literal monster fight? Because the amount of buildings crushed and uh, the amount of just I don't care about so much about the property damage, but I think mm-hmm. like huh, there were people in that in that building that just got the, the got tail whipped by Godzilla. Right. So I always wonder, and I always think because apparently like this is a thing and people kind of uh, tally this stuff sometimes. <laughs> and I remember it was, um, I want to say it was um, the, the that one movie I, I can't even think of because I hate it so much, the Superman movie, Batman versus Superman. Uh, or, yes, it's uh, Man uh, of Steel that started it all. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the movie where I realized, okay, people actually kind of estimate this. And that's interesting to me because I always wonder, how do the people who live in these cities that always get, you know, like, is there some type of insurance for this? Like, how do they come out on the other end of it if they survive? That that is the interesting part. It is. It is. Because uh, in the first movie that started, like, this universe, this monsterverse in Godzilla, Mm -hmm. San Francisco was the casualty city mm-hmm. okay. where a lot of things get pretty much destroyed um yep. actually several locations including uh las vegas um there's also a scene that takes place in hawaii um mm-hmm. not so much the whole city but just maybe one of maybe one of the islands but just it, it gets some damage done sure. um then we go to the next movie which is the um Godzilla King of All Monsters and Godzilla mm-hmm. is pretty much globetrotting going to each of these places to <laughs> get to these other monsters. Just wreak havoc. 
well, he's got to defend and stop these beasts from doing what they're doing. Granted, granted, one of the battles does take place over water, so we don't have to really worry about anybody, like any people, except for those that are in boats or in planes. But um, and and the oh no, that that battle ends in Boston. So I mean, I was gonna go ahead and say something mean about Boston, but huh? So he was just jet setting in that movie. Well, he he was going after the danger, and the danger was King Ghidorah. So he had to go uh, to wherever King Ghidorah was going because got it. King Ghidorah was the one who was really jet setting. Like once you watch that movie, King Ghidorah travels in like a cyclone storm. Granted, oh. King Ghidorah is the storm, but like you can follow sure. him if you have like Doppler radar. I'm like, oh, he's over there. So oh, I need to see that. Yeah, it's, it's he's a smart monster. He he is smart. He's deadly. Um, he mm. doesn't have arms, just legs and wings and three heads. Ooh, so okay, okay, feeling it, he, got it. He's got like yellow lightning that he summons and can shoot out of his mouth, I believe, wow. or mouths plural. <laughs> mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he's a he's a formidable beast, a form formidable beast. Formidable. Did yes. they did they get him though? I feel like they got him. They did get him, and to make the connection to Kong or uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, Mecha Godzilla was controlled by one of the skulls that um, the guy had put like a like a thing on his head to kind of connect neural connect with the machine. Mm-hmm. This is all yeah, the science yeah. that they kind of just glossed over, but yeah, yeah, that that skull was uh, one of Ghidorah's heads. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, I didn't understand all that, but I was just like, man, I don't, I don't it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> well, all three heads, they since they're like so large and their necks are so long that they they have to communicate with with each other telepathically. So, uh, yeah, uh, and I've watched okay. enough like other videos on YouTube that they repeated it enough times for me. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. what happened. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Is there a new rock stars video about this uh, movie? I'm pretty sure that there is. I like, like I would be surprised is. if there isn't. Yeah. They they've been kind of starving for content because there hasn't been a whole lot of new content lately. To well, on the contrary, they've been doing an episode like for WandaVision every time an episode comes out for mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter well, Soldier. Um Well, I'm just saying they even said they were kind of like, well, I think they may have said they were Marvel starved. They're never oh. going to be starved for content. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying like they I think they were you know, everybody's a little bummed because we're, we we haven't gotten our normal um, MCU drop that we were supposed to have gotten. Um, a lot of stuff True. has been pushed back. And so that's probably, but yeah, that was a dumb question. I'm sure they've covered it. They cover like everything. <laughs> they, they, they may have, <laughs> and I may not have watched it. I think I, I, I played out New Rock Stars with Ashley. Now, um, Eric Voss kind of annoys Ashley because he's, he's just so animated. I love and him. I love so, his passion. So I just watch it on the side. So when she's not when she's not looking, so <laughs> I love looking. him. He he's he's pretty great. So I I still very much watch him. I have to watch the last breakdown for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And what what amuses me is that they can release like Marvel will release like a two minute trailer, and mm-hmm. they will have a twenty minute <laughs> Break breakdown all the way down two minute trailer. Yep. I love it. <laughs> granted, granted, five minutes is telling you about um, uh, some of the latest energy drink, which I really can't Ugh, remember what it's yes. called. 
Oh, I don't. The... It doesn't matter. I know. Oh, but I've, I've, I've had it though. Oh, have you? Yes. Did they sell it? Did they sell you on it? They didn't sell me on it. It's more so I was in the in the gas station and I needed something, and I'm like, okay, let me try one of these because <laughs> they really do have a very wide assortment of flavors. And mm-hmm. granted, like the first initial taste does taste like what it says on the can, but then eventually, like, oh, this is kind of sweet or too much, and I don't want it mm-hmm. anymore. But mm-hmm. I also don't want to waste it because I spent like four bucks on it, so I need to finish it. Yeah. And then gotcha. I'm kind of bouncy and it, it does its job. It does what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> bang energy. There it is. Cause I knew yes. it started with a B yes. and I'm yes. like, I don't know. It gives you something. It gives you that buzz. No, that's not it. Bang. Cause yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, he, I don't want to say he sold me on it, but I, I'm aware of it. I was aware of it because of new rock stars. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And plus that particular store I was in didn't have my other brands that I needed. So I'm like, hmm, gotcha. I guess I'll try this. And gotcha. hey, I'm curious. Let me try sour apple if it tastes like sour apple. And Ooh. it wasn't too bad. It was, it was, it was good at first. And then I'm like, I'm I'm bored of this now. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> that tends to happen sometimes. You're, you're drinking something and it's new, and I'm like, ooh, this is good. I like it. And mm-hmm. then so I'm like, mm. it wears off. It does. Like the novelty mm-hmm. of it all. I'm like, I'm I'm good. Let's move on. And I don't want mm-hmm. this. But I need to finish it because I still have like six hours left in my shift and I'm getting mm-hmm. sleepy again. Mm-hmm. So it's the sugar, then the caffeine later comes in. So there's that. So I think we have movies covered and um, I do have a black history fact for you. Once I get my little jingle here, where did you go? Oh, there it is. Black history. Black history. Black history. Black history. Facts. All right. And my black history fact for today. Why didn't I have this ready? <laughs> I was too busy watching the little time bar go across like, oh, look at that. Playing it live. Um, so I did like minor research further into this, but I'm just going to read the tweet uh, that this came from. But Sarah Rector became a multimillionaire oil baron and the richest black child at just 12 years old when oil was discovered on land that was allotted to her because it was unsuitable for farming. Wow. Yes. Talking about blessing up. Mm-hmm. It gets a little bit better. And I think I probably should have gone back to just tell you, let me do that now before I forget, because it, it helps to know the time period of all of this. Um, Sarah Rector. Just looked it up recently. Um, let's see. 1902 is when she was born, and at 12, she would have been it would have been 1914 that this happened, and she died mm-hmm. in 1967. Mm-hmm. But the part that like was the um, I don't know, <laughs> plot twist, not plot twist, but like the exclamation point to her her little blurb here. She mm-hmm. was so rich that Oklahoma legislator legally declared her to be a white person what <laughs> wow yeah. wow wow that's that's real problematic <laughs> <laughs> to be so wow. rich that you're declared white wow wow it's like you you got you got white rich hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. ah boy mm-hmm. um yeah 
So we are going to move on from there. I don't, cause I don't have a follow up. I'm like, wow, that just, yeah, I don't have good was... things to say about that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to keep it, keep it to myself. <laughs> one day, one day I will probably do a Twitter after dark to get all the, yeah, we all should. the comments that we have to get out. Yeah. Cause there's, there's, there's some shenanigans that happen out in the world. And I'm like, Hmm, got something to say about that, but that's real. So it's breath. Hmm. That's, mm. that's the nice version to, <laughs> to that comment, to that, or that fact, I should say. Yeah. Like I said, there's more to her story, but I just want to just get that, that, that one part out there. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Word watch. It's time for our word watch. And Courtney, I've actually have 15 words for you. What? That's yes. a lot. It's a lot, but there's a common theme all of them shout out to Janae for sending this to me 15 useful words that were invented during the pandemic Ooh, let's hear it <laughs> got real excited yeah now since this was a global pan uh, panini um, mm-hmm. we have to include some other words that came from other countries so bear with me as I try to pronounce these because mm-hmm. they don't okay. really come with the whole little phon- uh, phonetic spelling of it. So I'm just going to say it with confidence. Yes, the first word exactly. being Jaredi. Oops, I've missed a letter. Uh, Jadredi. That doesn't sound okay. French at all. No, but that's okay. I, I kind of thought you were going for French there. Oh, okay. How do you say this? Jews ready or whatever. Okay. Uh, one, when one day merges into the next, you haven't been Ooh. out of the house for weeks and have mm-hmm. absolutely no idea what is happening and what day of the week it is. Then chances mm-hmm. are it is Jews ready. A oh, pantomo of Jedi, whatever Thursday is in French and whatever Friday mm-hmm. is in French. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. And then we go over to Germany. This one is much mm-hmm. easier to pronounce. It's Fuskrus. Okay. Even on those brief occasions when you are when you were allowed to go out of the house and maybe see a friend, you were mm-hmm. certainly not allowed to get too close. Hugs mm-hmm. are out, kisses are not allowed, and traditional handshake, so loved in Germany, has become very much frowned upon and downright scary. So instead, people either distance high five, elbow bump. <laughs> Or in Germany, participate in the Fussgruss. Merging Fuss, which means foot, and Gruss, meaning ga- uh, greeting, you have an easy to say Fussgruss, a greeting where people touch their feet together while keeping their faces and bodies apart from each other. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> That's so cool. And I've actually seen videos of people doing that. And I think we may have shared them or seen them at least. Yeah. And it looked like they were dancing, but no, it was just a Fussgruss. It was a greeting. Oh, I love it. And now we have a term which I I know we're very familiar with. It does literally say English, but uh, (laughs) WFH. Work from home. What might is first glance look at like an abbreviation that expresses a foul language surprise. Yeah. (laughs) WFH, wow, (laughs) is instead the acronym for work from home. Not a new concept for many, a freelancer, but something quite new and challenging for the rest of the workforce, especially mm-hmm. when their spouses and kids to dodge as Our well as work home. to be done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Uh, countless articles have been written about how best to WFH, how to adapt to WFH, how to Zoom while w- WFH. Anybody yes. Zoomed before the pandemic? No, didn't think so. And it yeah, seems as if it's here to stay. Yeah, I agree with that too. Because, I mean, we were using Zoom before Zoom right. zoomed off. So, In fact, I mean, we, we Zoomed, but Skype was definitely a thing. And Skype not basically fumbling the bag um, mm-hmm. Big time. was kind of a thing. I mean, Zoom was around, but it just wasn't as big as Skype was and definitely wasn't as big as it is now. And right. uh, it's just it's interesting how they have kind of saved the day in in this regard. So many ways, keeping so many people connected and mm-hmm. life carrying on and, and mm-hmm. to an aspect to, yeah, yeah. to respect. Yeah. Hmm. Our next word, number four, comes from the Dutch. I'm taking a breath because <laughs> I tried practicing this earlier and I'm like, hmm. Sounds like a doozy already. It is. Because I'm trying to break it up. Like, okay, do I do I stop there? Like, there's like a string of consonants here. Where do I? <laughs> Where's the break? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, where is the break? Tokam Strover did it. Wow. Okay, for those at home. You can, um, I mean, I'm going to post this link anyway, but for the time being right now, get your pens and papers ready. It's T-O-E-K-O-M-S-T-V-E-R-D-R-I-E-T. Nope, you lost me after the toe part. Yes, exactly. Tokumstravriet. Okay. Reportedly coined by Dutch writer Ronald Giphart. Is a word we can all relate to, and probably my personal favorite of this selection. It translates as future sadness or sorrow and, and sums up the kind of heartbreak we all felt and still feel for plans we had that never happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of the life we had anticipated, but mm-hmm. which has been put on hold indefinitely, a kind of mourning for our future. No. Yeah. That's a sad one. It is. It is. And one one that I sadly cannot say. Yeah. Well, we can't say it, but we can for sure relate to the meaning behind it. Definitely. The next word also comes from the Dutch. It's a little shorter. (laughs) Hoid hunger. Or hoid hunger. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hoid hunger (laughs) translated. <laughs> yeah, I kind of laughed out loud too when I first read this because uh, I'm like, "Ooh, this does not sound app- this does not sound good." Appetizing is the wrong <laughs> word. You'll know why mm-hmm. appetizing is the wrong word in mo- just a moment. Hoid hung- hunger translates as skin hunger or skin starvation. Like you is- wanted, like you've missed touch, like physical yeah, touch. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's basically it is. It's the simple longing for human touch, which we all missed and are still missing during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Even the introverts, even the introverts. Yeah, starting to feel it now. Mm -hmm. Took about a year, but it's starting to come back, though. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. longing for people (laughs) doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's there. Yeah, yeah. Like it just, and it only even happened recently. Uh, Today, I went and bought a sandwich for my friend, and my friend was so excited and wanted to give me a hug, but she's like, uh, COVID. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this next word is Flemish, and I'm just gonna read it like it it looks on here. Um, I don't know if the K is silent, but I'm going. I'm not going to pronounce it. So, 
Nuffle contact. So okay. just, just know it starts with a K, but nuffle mm-hmm. contact. A country that acknowledged the need for the above mentioned skin contact is Belgium, which during the pandemic, every Belgium was allowed a nuffle contact, a hug buddy, or a cuddle contact, preventing yeah. hoid hunger. Aww. Because because of its sheer cuteness and the sense uh, the sensible approach behind it, this was voted Flemish word of the year. Oh, that's nice. Yes. I'm glad yes. they made some exceptions. And, and now we go from be invented a very cute word in the process. Mm-hmm. And indeed, indeed. And then we go from nice to something that um in my mind I was thinking it's like, oh, this is a little blue, but you know. Mm-hmm. So bear with me. Um I want to say parents uh, earmuffs on the kids or something. I don't know, but we'll just (laughs) go with it Um, because it's a translation. We're learning here. Mm -hmm. This is uh, Lithuanian. Then there's a male version and a female version of this. But by beyond by Oh man, I'm I had it. Okay. Let me try it again. Bibianosis. Bibianosis. And then the female okay. version of this word is bibianose. All right. Meaning dick nose. <laughs> Wowzers. Okay. What 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 does it actually mean though? Someone... I mean I can guess, but <laughs> <laughs> do you want to guess? Nope. Okay. Please tell me. Someone who wears their mask with their nose hanging out. <laughs> I can't believe that one didn't win word of the year. Well, this is from Lithuania. So oh, that's true. That's a different place. My bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I and it goes on, that one. It goes on to say this might not be the easy word to say, but we can all empathize with it. Completely missing the point of mask wearing, which <laughs> uh-huh. we all appreciate is a pain, especially if you wear glasses like you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a necessary pain. Having yep. your nose sticking out is like, yep, here I'm it is. Your your <laughs> <sticking> out. <laughs> having your nose sticking out is like men wearing their underpants with their genitalia exposed, mm-hmm. genitals yep. exposed. Um, or this is where the women come in or women wearing bras with their breasts hanging out. And exactly. Uh, someone actually posted like a, a cartoon drawing of this visual which is pretty funny. So I'll have to like get it and then post it and share it. Cause I'm like, yep. Cause yeah. Like you, and it's also in, it's also in Lithuania. So you don't really know exactly what you're looking at at first. Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Until you kind of put context clues together. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> those are the breasts. And that's the, gen- okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Once you see the picture, you'll understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, capital of, uh, yes. Um, yeah, but they did this to show more to make it make sense. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get back to that one. The <laughs> next next word, number eight. Uh, I know I've seen trending on Twitter a dozen times now. Covidiot. Yeah, uh, we all know this one. Yet mm-hmm. there are still so many of them around. A portmanteau yes. of COVID and idiot, and um, as means as insulting uh, insulting term for someone who ignores health advice about COVID nineteen. And uh, from those who think it's just like the flu to people with the above word mentioned that I cannot remember how to pronounce. Yeah, that, that yeah. they all fit under this term. Yeah. Yep. Our, 
Our next word comes from Poland. It is coronavirus. Oh, okay. That sounds uh, something interesting, I think. <laughs> Hot on the heels of the COVID idiots so, uh, come the coronavirus. Some sounds just like coronavirus, but with that, with the beauty of this expression, it is a wordplay of swirah. Because there's a little tilde on top of the yes, so I'm not sure if there's a special way to pronounce that. Uh, Swirus, a crazy person. That Swirus means a crazy person, and virus means virus. Okay, and, so, but what is it? What does it actually mean, though? Like the word itself. It denotes a corona crazy person. Like okay. if you were to put it all, all together, someone who panics because of the pandemic. Ah, okay. Huh. And then it goes on to say, obviously, this is not taking away from the anxiety, which is felt to some extent by all of us. These are yeah. stressful times. There is no mm -hmm. doubt about it. But this expression makes light of some who go a little over the top, such as those gotcha. who indulge in hamstring. Now, now, what is hamstring? Hamstring is word number 10 from Swedish okay. or from okay. Sweden. Derived from hamsters who seem to stick more food in their cheeks, cheek pouches uh, than they ever need. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hamstring mm -hmm. is not only a muscle, but the Swedish word for hoarding or stockpiling. Mm -hmm. Not unlike, oh man, some other word in German, uh, mm -hmm. meaning hamster shopping. This is something mm -hmm. that is not necessarily unique to the pandemic, but all situations that lead people to fear that they might run out of a basic necessity and mm -hmm. to stockpile, for instance, toilet paper. Food mm -hmm. would be sort of understandable, but toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number 11 from Spain, we have Covidad. Last year's Christmas was not quite like normal Christmases, but what? But then what was? So in Spain, they coined Covidad from Navidad, meaning Christmas, with a bit of COVID Hi. thrown in. <laughs> the, normal so greeting, <laughs> the normal greeting of Feliz Navidad was changed to Feliz Covidad. And YouTube was flooded with new versions of the old classic song trying to make light of a rather just depressing situation. Oh, I get the sentiment behind it. It's so sad, though. It is. It is. Here's another English word that I I'm, I'm feel you have heard. Uh, maskne. Maskne? maskne? I don't think I've heard that one. Oh, okay. Mask have become a daily staple and even a fashion accessory, adjusting to a new version of breathing and trying not to fog those glasses up. We suddenly also welcomed maskne into our lives, which is mask acne, and acknowledged new skin condition caused by wearing masks, be it through friction or condensation. The struggle is real. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, I hadn't heard that one, but I I get it. I get it. I don't get it, but I understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that issue either, and I wear it all day long. But yeah, yeah right. now I heard I'm like, oh, you guys are just weak. So <laughs> the next word, also from English, or not from English, but it's an English word, uh, quarantini. One of the better things invented during the pandemic with our social lives hanging, having come to a screeching halt, mingling mm -hmm. via video, mingling via video became the new normal mm -hmm. for many of mm -hmm. us home alone or normally crammed full Friday night or even worse on a birthday in came quarantinis, which the Urban Dictionary defines as a strong alcoholic beverage that is made when people are quarantined or otherwise locked up 
or trapped in a location for an extended period of time. Quarantini recipes sprang up on the internet. Subscriptions to online cocktail classes soared yeah. mm-hmm. and Zoom tail parties were all we had. I can get behind that one. Mm-hmm. I bet you I've could. Definitely heard that word. Or that yeah, that word. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Mm-hmm. This one I've, I've only heard once. This next one, and I, I I totally get it. But we'll we'll get there. Uh, this one is pandemic fine. It's okay. officially defined as a state of being in which you are employed and healthy during a pandemic, but you're also mm-hmm. tired and depressed and feel like mm-hmm. trash all the time. Pandemic fine is also a state that is like a vicious circle. No, you did not lose your job. No, you have not come down with the virus. Or if you did, the symptoms were minor. So no, you don't on paper have any reason to complain. But despite outwardly being one of the lucky ones, that does not mean that every single one of us is not struggling. So pandemic fine is a state of being, which is better than what could have been, but is still Mm -hmm. not fine. Mm, I relate to that one. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people can. So yeah. People say, yeah, I'm fine. Or rather, I'm pandemic fine. But I don't think I've actually heard anybody say it. But like I read it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard people talk around the subject of it. But yeah, I've never heard that in just normal, regular, everyday conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I get it. Our last one here is, again, from Germany. Um, did I even read this one? Hmm. Cause I'm trying to try to pronounce it and I'm running into that issue again, where there's a whole bunch of consonants just mashed up <laughs> next to each other. Um, let's now you try gotta read this. <laughs> Infinity. Nope. That just sounds like I'm sneezing. Um, <laughs> Infinied. Okay. I tried. simply translated as vaccine envy although i heard another term for this like you've um like the vax envy i can't remember what it's called though Mm, oh well this is something that the entire world is feeling when someone posts a copy of their vaccination certificate or a picture of them having received their uh vaccine on social media oh i think it's uh vax hole i think that's what i'm thinking of Anyway, uh, rubbing. <laughs> well, that's yeah. when you do it. Like just I'm like, uh-huh, I'm vaccinated. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, don't don't do that. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Ugh. No. But this one, um, let's see. Rubbing salt into the wounds of those that are not yet there yet, be it because they are too young or live in a country that just has not gotten their act together quite yet. Uh, this particular word is here to stay until every single person on the globe has had their jabs and we can emerge from our strange world and try and take control of our lives in the future again. I'll drink a quarantini to that. Mm-hmm. And I will post this link in the show notes so you can go back and take a look. And I think I may have to, I'll have to try to find that picture just to send it to you right away. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see it now. <laughs> I know, I know. So it's, it's pretty great. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to text it to you because it's, it's a little bit easier that way. Okay. That'll work. So yeah, that is your uh, extended word watch for this episode. Nice. I feel full and complete now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And just, just, just so you know, the link that I had sent you, it does look pretty crazy. Again, it's in um, Lithuanian. So, yes. Okay. Well, I'll know it's from you, and I'm, I'll know it's a legit link. <laughs> right, right. Because my sister sent me something the other day. It was just this crazy, you know, just one of those crazy uh, URLs. And I'm like, um, what is this? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's a camera I thought you should check out. I'm like, oh, okay. Because uh, mm. it's just some crazy nonsense that it could have been anything. Spam, anything, yeah. Phishing, mm-hmm. viruses. And <laughs> I don't I don't need any of that noise. And someone tried to get me. Like I, I got one of those random texts uh, just the other day, which I already deleted. But mm-hmm. just know people, you can always copy it and then paste it into, um, well, go to, a, uh, go to Google and ask them, is this site safe? And they'll send you tons of safe websites that you can check the links to see if they're Ooh, safe. And that way, that. yeah, that's, that's what I did. Now. And then, yeah, whatever website I used, they said like, yeah, this, this website is not safe. It is a scam. It's a phishing scam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, thank you. That saved me a click. Thank you very much. Right. That's really good to know. Mm-hmm. So if you do get random text messages from like little from people you don't know, and sometimes even if you do, just, I mean, if you know them, just ask them like, Hey, what is this? It's, mm-hmm. you know. But if it's from someone you don't know, and it it's almost seems legit. Like I wish that I saved the text that I could actually read it to you. Just so you kind of know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was trying to tell me, it was like, Hey, uh, you're an Amazon shopper or whatever, which I am. So yeah. it didn't seem out of the normal or out of the, out of the, you know, the strange, like, why are they texting me? Cause yeah. sometimes I do get texts from, stores that i shop at so yeah just check it just to make just to make sure because they're still out there trying to get you so yes and i think that just about does it i don't have any other uh things that have happened movie wise i do know that i'm going to start trying to like i said watch more movies just so i can be more well-versed because it's in the past year I have not been keeping up and people have been asking me left and right, like, Hey, what's a good recommendation? I'm like, ah, the last thing <laughs> I watched was this, but you know, and I usually try to tailor it to people that are asking me because I kind of know mm-hmm. like their tastes and compared to somebody else. So, right. For example, my parents, when it comes to mortal Kombat, my, they both overall, they both liked it too. So Hey, maybe. I mean, maybe I'm just not the target audience. Maybe it was the sequence by which I watched it. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, you, you're the way you feel is is valid. Like it, it maybe even if you watched it first, you still may not like it, and yeah, then watch Godzilla I, after. I don't know. I don't know. know. That I would have liked this at all. <laughs> no, I'm saying I think if even if you watched it first, maybe you still wouldn't have liked it. So, it it would have right. could have gone either way. Yeah. So. And you still would have liked Godzilla after, so like oh, I this think I would. I just it was fun. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. Because I because the last double feature I did, that's how I felt about Aquaman and the Bumblebee movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which one did I, you see first, though? I saw Aquaman first, and mm-hmm. I did not enjoy it. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. Bumblebee. I'm like, oh, this is the movie. I am awake. I'm ready. Let's do this. Because okay. yeah, I could have fallen asleep in, in Aquaman. I'm like, there's too much going on, and it's too long. Yeah. I don't like it. So I said what I said. I'm sticking to it. So do you have any shout outs or, or do you have any recommendations? We're sitting here talking about things we've seen and 
what to watch, what not to watch? Well, right now I, well, I was recently um, introduced to a new, new to me anime called. Oh, <laughs> um, oh I love that one. <laughs> I knew I was going to, dang it. So anyways, it's a good anime about they're in a game and they kind of get stuck in the game. And so like a, like a kind of like a virtual reality game. Um, it's called Sword Art Online. Uh, I was going to guess. I've never seen it, it's but that's so good. That's it's what so I, good. yeah, yes. I've heard, I've heard so about good. it, but I've never watched it myself. Oh man. It's really good. Like, like I reluctantly was kind of not forced, but I was kind of forced to watch it. And I was like, oh, another show. Oh, I'm just ready to finish Supernatural. And that's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> but so we started watching it and like, I'm already hooked in the first episode. I'm like, okay, well, what's going to happen? What do you mean this is happening? What? And so, yeah, it's really, really good. It's on it's the first season, I believe is streaming on Hulu. I believe the other um, series or seasons, and spinoffs and things can be found on Crunchyroll. Um, okay. But it's really good. It's really, really good. So I recommend good. that for sure. All right. All right. If um, I'm not saying if, I just know when my anime phase comes back around, I may add that to the list. One of them that I feel I need to just to check out is. Um, and they're, they're definitely catered to, to children or, or younger kids. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. But Bakugan and um, Beyblade. Just so mm-hmm. I have a better understanding of what my kid is talking about. <laughs> gotcha. Because he will go on incessantly about these things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's great. So, and Wikipedia can only help me so much. So I, I think right. if I, if I just sit down and maybe watch a few episodes and it can kind of sink in a little bit, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. and like, oh, it's like Pokemon, but different. So, but different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these are these for me in my head, these are like starter anime for, you know, children so they can get into the, the meteor stuff. The harder, the harder, yeah. the harder right. stuff. I love it. Like, which I'm assuming like Sword Art Online might be because I'm. I don't recall the time that it came on. If it came on like after school, if it came on at Toonami times. So like, I mean, after, after hours, adult swim, that's what I'm trying to think of, but would you say it's for kids or is it family friendly? Um, I would not say it is okay for small children only because they probably, it, it gets into some, um, it gets into like the, so inside the players, well, inside the game, the players kind of set up some different systems that are like outside of the game in order to survive it. I don't want to give too much away, but some of that is is a little political in terms of it. It's a little higher level and may not interest the younger audiences. It's you know nothing scary that I've come across just yet. Um, but like. It, if you die in the game, you die in real life. And I don't mm. know that they would um, get that concept. Would, yeah. They may not grasp that, but they also might. And I don't know. I, I think for, I think it's rated TV 14. So it is kind of for your older kids, I would say. Mm. Um, well, so that's pretty and, much all you had to say. The TV 14. It's like, yeah. Yeah. 
Ken's age would not like none of my kids. Maybe one of maybe the oldest would like it, but like the younger ones would not get into that because it's mm. just not enough flash, and it gets into some pretty heavy stuff pretty mm. quick. Mm-hmm. Heavy, mm-hmm. heavy, not like sad or depressing, but just heavier concepts that younger kids may not find interesting or may not hold their interest. So, right, um, I, yeah, kind of learned that. I learned that on uh, recently too, where I was trying to watch uh, Justice League Unlimited, and there's a lot of, and that's TVY seven. So it's mm-hmm. still just a little bit too much. But then mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. if you're watching with a five-year-old, he's going to be into it, but then not. And then once, you know, yeah. some violence or action starts happening, then he's going it'll to hold him a little bit. It, it'll either hold him or inspire him to do what he's seeing on TV and just jump off. Yeah. Couches. So yeah. like, that's not what the intended purpose is. I wanted you right. to be entertained and to sit here, but huh. Anyway, uh, I don't think I have any recommendations other than what I discussed. Check out Mortal Kombat. Get back to us. Let you know. Let us know what you think. Same thing with uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't know if you've seen that yet, but if you have, let us know. Tell us what you think. Um, what else did we talk about? Any of the Oscar movies, if you watch those, uh, did you agree? Tell us what you think. And um, anything else, tell us what you think. We want to know because... I like interaction, please. So you can follow me on all things at Indube. Go to Indube.com. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. Please wash your legs, the face, the bottom of the face. <laughs> wash your legs, your face, bottoms of your feet, and the undersides of your dishes. Get vaccinated as soon as possible. It's available, I think, almost for everyone, depending on where you live. If you in the U.S. anyway. So, um, oh, wear your mask still. And especially outside, if you have allergy problems like me, because it helps cut down on the pollen and ragweed and stuff that flies in the air that drives you crazy. So wear your mask. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. No. At you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Indu Podcast, which was recorded from the south side of Wakanda in Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive and is part of the Indube Network. Want more Indube? Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Indube and on Facebook at Pod. You can contact us and send Ask Indube questions by emailing indubepod at gmail.com. Want to support or donate? Find the T Public Store or become a patron on Patreon where subscribing gives you perks and extra things from the Indube Network. Please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are found. And of course, visit Indube.com for all of this and much more. Thank you so much for letting us entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Until next time. Use your words, Chief. Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production.